G'day, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation, and I'm very pleased to be up in Sydney uh, as a media guest of Joe Polizzi from the Content Marketing Institute. I am here at Content Marketing World Sydney. Content Marketing World is the uh, the mainstay mothership event that the Content Marketing Institute put on every year and they are on tour at the moment throughout Australasia and they happen to be in Sydney for a couple of days. I'm up here covering the event for the WP Elevation podcast. They have an amazing lineup of speakers. Um, Andrew Davis, the author of Brandscaping, Amanda Gome, head of digital and social media at ANZ and of course the founder of uh, Smart Company, uh, Joe Polizzi and Robert Rose from the Content Marketing Institute. Institute, Matthew Sweezy from salesforce.com and a whole host of other speakers here over the next two days. So I am super, super pumped to be here at Content Marketing World Sydney and about to head over to the venue for the event and I'll be trying to interview as many of the speakers as I can throughout today and tomorrow and I'll be bringing this uh, a very special episode of the WP Elevation podcast to you all and I'll be looking to hook up with fellow podcaster Timbo Reed from Small Business Big Marketing. Uh, of course he's been on the podcast previously so I look forward to catching him again. All right I'll, uh, I'll bring you more once I arrive at the event. This is the WP Elevation podcast helping WordPress consultants elevate. Okay, so the first person I managed to grab for an interview is Grant Butler. Grant is Managing Director of the Editor Group Australia, the leading corporate writing and content marketing agency. They have offices in Sydney and Singapore. He's also the author of the book Think, Write, Grow about how individuals and companies can become thought leaders, and that was published by Wiley in 2012. Prior to founding Editor Group, Grant was a senior journalist with the Australian Financial Review and wrote extensively for other business, IT, and media publications in Australia, the UK, and the US. And he's also held public affairs roles with agencies in Sydney and with the BBC in London. Uh, Grant Butler, welcome to the show. <laughs> G'day. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. Thanks for taking some time to uh, chat with us. Uh, for those that don't know um, who you are or where you fit in, can you just tell us a little bit about your current role at the Editor Group? Yep. So I'm Managing Director and Founder of Editor Group, and we're uh, Australia's largest corporate writing agency, and also have an office in Singapore. Great. So typically, who are the kinds of clients that you write for? So we do a lot of uh, big IT uh, work. We do government and we do quite a lot of financial services, typically B2B, uh, but some consumer. And uh, what, what, what's your definition of content marketing? <laughs> uh, I think content, which is ultimately aimed at selling, but I think our one of our specialties would be what we call thought leadership marketing. And so a lot of big professional service firms, IT companies, and so on, have always published uh, high-value educational content, uh, and that's you know, a way of uh, helping in their consultative selling strategies. Uh, I think the news in content marketing is that FMCG is getting involved and trying to create content uh, as a key part of uh, winning an audience. Mm. Um, what's, for those who are having trouble getting buy-in from other people in the organisation or in fact their clients, why do you think, what's the number one reason people should be paying attention to content marketing? I think the thing about content is you're starting to talk about something that's longer than a few sentences and so you're starting to offer some intellectual value and where they should get buy-in is sort of say, look, do we have more complex ideas to convey um, or do we have an audience which has challenges and can we help solve those challenges and um, it does tie into relationship marketing, it ties into education and it really ties into proving you have expertise in the area that you're um, you know, trying to market within. What's your biggest frustration in your role in your current organisation with content marketing? I think a lot of organisations just struggle to get things finished and get them out the door. 
you know, so I'm an ex-newspaper journalist, so the whole DNA is, you know, get stuff done and get it delivered every night, you know, and most large organisations culturally don't really have that. You know, they might have it on the product side, but they don't necessarily have it on the marketing side. So I think, um, you know, as a, as a frustration, it's getting that same sense of urgency and that same discipline into their publishing. Yeah, deadlines definitely do help, don't they? Well, particularly somewhere like the WordPress platform, people, because it's so flexible and because it's kind of always there and because it's not like you've got a print book and you're about to miss, people can be slack, you know, and um, so, I, uh, yeah, having a regimented regime. And that's what uh, readers will respond to. You know, if you come out bang every Friday um, with something new, or you know, people get to know it's there and they start to become a habit for them. Yeah. For those who are just starting out, what do you think the the most um, uh, the, the, the easiest way to get started is? Like, what is the number one thing that they should be doing? The, the one, number one action step they should be doing if they're just thinking about a content marketing strategy? Um, I think white papers are a great one because they they're not relentless. You know, you can sort of say, look, what are our two or three big topics that really matter? What could we say on those topics? What are our customers interested in? And then you can make them quite discrete projects. You know, it's four pages, eight pages, 12 pages. It doesn't have to be massive. And you can then collect a lot of information in one place and publish. And then it's got a fantastic shelf life, you know, two, three years. Um, the next best one is probably a blog, but because they're quick, they're easy to get out, they show personality, but um, you've got to have a plan. You know, once you start, you're going to have to keep going. Grant Butler, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. James Lush is founder and director of Lush Digital Media in Western Australia. Uh, James started his broadcasting career some 23 years ago back in the UK, hosting a daily show with the BBC. And for the last seven years, he's been presenting Saturday Breakfast on ABC Radio in Perth. Monday to Friday, James owns and manages Lush Digital Media, who happened to win the Telstra Business of the Year Award in Western Australia in 2012. Here is James Lush. Uh, James Lush, welcome to the show. Many thanks. Thank you. Uh, for those that don't know uh, who you are and what you do, can you tell us a little bit about your current role at Lush Media? Uh, yes, I'm the CEO and founder of Lush Digital Media. Um, we sort of cracked off about seven years ago, um, very much journalistically based, journalistic team, filmmakers, and video was very much our core. But over the years, it's become apparent that you know just providing a client with a video wasn't completing the whole uh, sort of run, and that's why we decided that we had to provide the strategy. Otherwise, clients were just taking a nice video and sitting there and not necessarily seeing the benefit of it. So we took the strategy part. Then, of course, we recognised it was more than just video that clients wanted. They wanted some of the written articles, the photography, the audio, all of which we provided as well, being uh, in the in the broadcasting world. And now, of course, we then do the distribution part and, uh, and the measurement of it. And so you've got that, that full set, which is very important rather than just one thing in isolation. How do you, we are here at Content Marketing World in Sydney. How do you define content marketing? For, for me, it is about creating something engaging, which is of value to the audience that you're trying to reach, whether it's a client, a customer, or whatever it is. Putting something in their way, which isn't interrupting them, that they have a, a recognition that it is of value rather than interruption. Um, something that they can use, they can run with, that they will hopefully come back for more with. Um, it, it is subtle, it's not trying to forcefully sell anything, it is really about creating that stronger, deeper relationship so that you're able to, to work with and partner with them for much longer. Nice. Um, why should, if anyone's listening to this and their eyes are glazing over and they don't understand content marketing, why should they even care about content marketing? What do you think the main benefit is of content marketing? Well, quite frankly, the, 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 the current way of marketing or the old-fashioned way of marketing is dead. 
So that idea of interrupting people, of shouting at them and hoping that they're going to buy, it's dead. Or if it's not dead yet, it is dying. And we, we have to look at more subtle, cleverer ways of communicating with our audiences and, uh, and our customers. This is, the, this is the only way forward in my eyes because it is all about uh, audiences now having options. And quite frankly, we can skip through the ads, we can mute the ads, we can you know, ignore the ads. So if everybody is trying to shout at you, we now have that decision we don't want to engage. So the only way forward is through content marketing where you can create a relationship where the content is of value and people say, that has something which I recognize as long-term. Mm. And if someone's just starting out and they, they really don't have any idea where to start with content marketing, what's the number one thing they should be trying to put in place? First and foremost, you have to start with the strategy. Don't just go straight into the do. Um, again, we've learned that over the years companies saying to us we need a video the first question we'll ask now is why and just because your competitor has one doesn't mean that's a good enough reason uh, so, so first of all start with a plan what are you trying to achieve because there's no point in producing content as we've heard already today there's no point in producing content just for the sake of content there's enough content out there in the world we don't need more content what we need is better content which is better suited to the audience you're trying to reach so first of all think about the strategy think about what can you do really really well rather than just averagely and focus on little steps you know let's just do this really well and build it up from there rather than thinking too big you know we're going to bring too many people in it's going to cost too much money and we're not going to see any benefit start slowly see the benefits then start building and what's your biggest frustration within your organization in terms of content marketing what's the one thing you you, you wish you could wave a magic wand and fix right now i I think the, the big frustration is that when we talk to clients, they'll often say, well, this is the way we've always done it. Why we change? You know, uh, we, we've, we've always spent money on brochures, on, on, on adverts, on newspaper advertising or whatever it might be. The biggest frustration we have in that is to, to, to get them to just try a new approach. What we find is when they do try that new approach, they, they never go back to the old way. But it's like taking a different pill. And there is still that conservative mindset that we need to shift. That mindset that said... Well, I only know this way, it's safe, I won't get shot for this, to actually let's try this. This could bring great long-term value. Awesome. James Lush, thanks for your time. My pleasure. Every conference has its sponsors and uh, this conference is no different. I managed to catch up with Danny in marketing and Shelley from sales from Marketo. Marketo is marketing automation software, kind of sits in the same category as Infusionsoft and HubSpot. Uh, maybe just a little more of a grown-up version, Um, certainly a higher price point than Infusionsoft, and I know that all the Infusionsoft users out there are going to uh, murder me for saying this, but it's kind of true. It feels like a bit more of a uh, medium enterprise solution rather than a small business solution. I had a bit of a sneak peek at the insides of Marketo, and I must say, it looked pretty slick. Um, Out of our price range at the moment, but maybe we'll grow into it one day. Anyway, I spoke to Shelley and Danny from Marketo. Okay, Shelley and Danny from Marketo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice Thank you. Likewise, been nice meeting you guys as well. So um, you guys are from Marketo, which we'll talk about in a moment, but tell me just in your own words, what do you think content marketing is? So content marketing is about sharing relevant um, content to engage your audience, um, build your brand and trust with your uh, prospects. So why should the average marketer in a small business even care about content marketing or be thinking about using content marketing as part of their strategy? 
Uh, I think it's important that um, companies educate the buyers first. So usually people aren't ready to buy until they um, have an understanding of what you do. Um, so it's important getting content out there. Shelley, what's what's your biggest challenge with, I mean, obviously you guys at Marketo do content marketing. What's your biggest challenge with content marketing at Marketo? Well, I don't think Marketo has a challenge with content marketing. We've just released the definitive guide to engage in content marketing. So we're actually helping um, companies understand more along the lines of what they need to do with their content marketing. I guess an issue when I'm speaking to a lot of prospects and you know small businesses is the fact that they feel they don't have enough content in place, they don't know where to get started and they're almost scared so they're procrastinating, they're not getting moving with anything. So what we suggest to them is just start small start sharing content once a week, segment your database and just start having those conversations with your prospects. Um, using something like, you know, a marketing engagement platform like Marketo enables you to, you know, understand your prospects' interests, track those behaviours and then you can share the right messaging at the right time with them. So it all helps. But just to get started would be the main message. Awesome. That's very good advice. If, you, if you've got, if you find some resistance within an organisation and someone doesn't really understand content marketing, how would you suggest that you can get buy-in from, so if there's one business partner who really wants to do it, but someone else in the business is a bit resistant, do you have like case studies or um, testimonials or how would you suggest that you get buy-in from other stakeholders in the business? Yeah, that's a good question. We do have a lot of case studies on um, customers that we're working with on the Marketo website. Um, Speaking to different stakeholders in the business, I get you need to put yourself in their shoes and see, you know, what information works with them and how um, return on investment can be created for your marketing campaigns and sharing content, what that really means. So the fact, um, if you can actually measure the results of your campaigns and measure the interest from the content that you're sharing using you know, a platform such as marketing automation that gives you um, the edge and you can get the buy-in from other people in the business. Awesome, great advice. Shelley, Danny from Marketo, thanks for your time. Thank you so much, Troy. Thank Pleasure. you. Timbo Reed hardly needs any introduction for those who have been following us at the WP Elevation podcast. You would have seen him on episode 38, I believe it was, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Uh, Timbo Reed, of course, is the host of the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast, Australia and New Zealand's number one marketing podcast for small business. And I managed to catch up with Timbo at the event, and he's there presenting Uh, how corporates can use podcasting to position themselves as thought leaders. Timbo Reid, welcome to the show. Absolute pleasure, Troy. Good to see you here up at Content Marketing World in Sydney. Um, For those that don't know you, for those who have been living under a rock for the last 10 years, tell us a little (laughs) bit about who you are and what you do. So I host a podcast called The Small Business Big Marketing Show, which has been going for six years. Seems to rank pretty well on iTunes and is listened to by (laughs) small business owners around the world, including a fellow in Kazakhstan. And another one in, uh, what's that funny country where uh, they shot, uh, <laughs> I was going to say Mozambique, but it's listened to in a lot of countries, which wow. I'm proud of. Yeah. Wow. How do you know that? Google, uh, my Google Analytics. Have you heard of that? Oh, I have, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 They yeah, tell yeah. you the country now, yeah, do they? They tell you the country. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Plus, I get emails from people. Yeah. Right. That's, that's one of the most rewarding things about podcasting, isn't it, is the relationships that you build with your listeners? It's amazing. I still uh, I get a bit overwhelmed by it sometimes, to tell you the truth. Like, I've got an inbox sitting there now 
of emails from listeners from the last three weeks, and there's probably about 150 emails there. And, you know, I, it's, I read every single one of them, and I respond to them at a point in time, but it's, it's amazing. I still... It still amazes me after six years that there is that... Because you turn the microphone on, you'd know this, you turn the microphone on and you just wonder, you know, is there anyone out there? Testing, testing. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we're here at Content Marketing World in Sydney. Um, You're speaking here tomorrow on on how to run a corporate podcast, which I'm very interested to see. Well, I've changed the, the topic. Is that right? Yeah. No one knows this. <laughs> and I can't reprint the, uh, the agenda. But I'm just going to share the 12 secrets to successful podcasting. Right. And, you know, that applies to whether you're a corporate or a small business owner or, you know, someone who just wants to podcast their hobby. But uh, can, you, can you leak one of them now? Oh, mate. You know, yeah, I will. There's so many. The, the one that many people don't get is injecting your personality into your show. So, you know, it's easy to turn a microphone on. It's relatively easy to talk about a topic if you know about that topic. The hard part is making it entertaining or engaging. And I don't mean making it funny. Mm. I just mean making it, sharing that knowledge in a way that people are going to want to listen, are going to digest that information, maybe do something with it, and come back again because you've presented it in a way that they've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, nice segue into the uh, questions here that I've got written down, which I probably should ask you. In your, in your definition, what is content marketing? I, it's a good question. I, I've redefined it as being helpful. Well, no, I haven't redefined it. I like helpful content marketing versus content marketing. Yeah. To me, content marketing is the ability to create a whole lot of content, some good, some bad, some useful, some not so useful. Uh, I I love the idea of helpful content marketing, which is, as business owners, we are standing on a mountain of knowledge. Like, we know, you know so much about WordPress, right? Mm. So you are therefore creating helpful content marketing through your podcast, WP Elevation, by actually sharing that knowledge openly and freely in an engaging way, in an intelligent way that will pull people towards you and build a tribe. Um, so to me, that's what it's all about because there's no shortage of content, you know. There is, and there's a lot of bad content out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for someone who is sort of just thinking about getting started with the content marketing strategy, what's the first thing they should do before they hit the publish button? Uh there was a good point earlier today about just going and speaking to your audience about what, what not what they want because often they don't know like we didn't know we needed an iPod did we you know like <laughs> yeah, imagine or a car <laughs> yeah yeah that's right we just needed more horses fast, faster right, horses that's right. you know but um, going out and asking talking to your audience or in your prospects and listening not necessarily to what they're saying literally but what, what are they what do you think they need having spoken to you the audience what do you think they really need because you know helpful content marketing is marketing that businesses need uh, that their customers need not that the business wants mm. and i think we don't kind of listen enough to what the underlying messages are you know like we're all here to learn about content marketing right now i want someone to hit me between the eyes with a unbelievably good content marketing idea you know so you know that's kind of like yeah when you listen to what people want uh, I think it makes a lot more sense great distinction and uh, look final question um, what's the what's the what's your biggest frustration with content marketing so if you could wave a magic wand and fix one thing right now in your own content marketing strategy what would it be in my own you know gee that's a good question um 
I'd like to be more prolific with it, and I don't really have. I, you know, I've got the time to be more prolific. I just haven't got around to doing it because I kind of do. You know, I put out a podcast a week. Off the back of that, I do a lot of speaking, so travel gets in the way. But I think I'd like to do. Yeah, I'd just like to be more prolific with it. And now that I've been doing it for six years. I'm constantly challenging myself to up the ante from a production value point of view, from a quality of guest point of view, to the way I deliver it. Because, you know, as a podcaster, we're just seeing that landscape become a lot more competitive, um, a lot more good people coming online and podcasting, which is great because, it A, it builds the medium and it challenges blokes like you and I to really step up and, uh, you know what, we, we, are cre- we are creating the media, we are publishers, we are responsible for educating people in a way that is entertaining and engaging and you know they're they're downloading us onto their phones we're taking up space they're listening to us on the way to work or in the gym we're taking up their time so we've got to just make it really really good and that's my ongoing challenge awesome timbo reed thanks for your time pleasure buddy lucy from lush digital was running around interviewing people during the conference and at the end of each day they managed to edit the highlights of that particular day and showed it on the big screen in the main room it was such a quick turnaround and it was very very impressive work indeed Uh, and while i was walking around interviewing people for the podcast lucy managed to grab me and stick me in front of the camera and interview me so i thought it would be interesting to capture the audio of that event and share it with you right here. So, Content Marketing World, can you give me some highlights, please? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a bit weird doing the two-microphone thing. Um, oh, look, Robert Rose is... Uh, first of all, the highlight is being here. What an amazing venue, what an amazing event. I'm a huge fan of the Content Marketing Institute. I've been following Joe Polizzi for years, so to actually be here... Uh, covering this event for our podcast is such a great honour. Um, Robert Rose's presentation this morning was uh, was really inspirational. It really set the context, and the big takeaway I got out of that was um, the, about creating remarkable experiences. Because I think it's very easy, and in fact, I was talking to Nick about this earlier this morning. I think it's very easy just to publish content, but it's very difficult to publish amazing, remarkable content. And so I'm definitely going to go back to our team and start looking at the content we're producing and make sure it is remarkable and not just quantity. So then, could you give me it again, just in a, a short, concise sentence? That bit about amazing content. I can try. I'm not the most concise bloke around, but that, was good, uh, that little snippet. Right. Um, you know, the the key what, the key takeaway for me is about producing amazing, remarkable content, not just content for the sake of content. And can you tell me what you're looking forward to, maybe tomorrow for these speeches, presentations, and activities? Yes, I'm looking forward to interviewing some more people for our podcast. So I've got Amanda Gome lined up, I think, tomorrow. Um, I've got Joe Polizzi lined up. Um, I don't know the schedule off the top of my head, so I don't know which presentations I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing Timbo Reid, who you spoke to before, about uh, running a corporate podcast um, and, uh, and lots more networking and learning. Can you tell me in one line what content marketing is? Because some people struggle. Content marketing is by my definition, sharing your expertise your expertise to position you as a trusted source of information. Good answer. Arnie Ken is CEO of Vertical Measures and author of Content Marketing Works. He is from the USA. He runs a content marketing agency with an SEO foundation and he is based in Phoenix, Arizona, which is where I have spent quite a bit of time um, at Pressnomics and also hanging out with uh, our Infusionsoft consultant Rich uh, late last year. Arnie was honoured as the Interactive Person of the Year in Arizona in 2014 and I can tell you he is quite interactive. 
Arnie Ken, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are here at Content Marketing uh, World Sydney. For those that don't know about you, just tell us a little bit about what your current role is. Sure. Uh, well, I'm the CEO of a content marketing agency based in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, and my role at the company now is I get out and evangelize uh, content marketing, and I do a lot of training and a lot of teaching uh, literally uh, all around the world. Cool. Is this your first time in Sydney? It's my first time in Sydney, and I love it. Awesome. Welcome to Sydney. Well, thank you. Uh, it's funny, Phoenix is one of the places that I travel to whenever I go to the States, because we have consultants over there who work with us, and I have a large part of our, our database, and customers are actually in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, no kidding. So, yeah. huh. Well, you have to say hello next time you're there. I will do, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, by your definition, what is content marketing? Well, I think uh, probably a safe uh, definition is creating content uh, that people are searching for, and that's one of my keys. Uh, I do a lot with search optimization, so you want to make sure you're creating content that people are actually looking for online, and it's a method of marketing uh, different than traditional marketing where you're producing stuff that they will find, your consumer and your prospects will find on their own time. So you're not interrupting them, you're not selling them, you're providing really valuable information that they can seek out and find, and hopefully that brings them to your website. Awesome. That's a really great definition. Um, why should the average marketer or small business owner actually care and pay any attention to content marketing at all? Uh, because it's the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think you know, content marketing has been around forever. I mean, you know, 100 years. Uh, John Deere is one of the famous examples way back when creating a magazine to explain what a tractor was when they first started creating tractors. Um, so I think for businesses now, they need to understand that marketing in general has totally changed. I mean, yes, you know, radio and print and television still works, but it's all statistics point to that most of us go online to do our research and that we, you know, we skip past commercials when we record those programs on television. We tune out commercials when we're listening to the radio. And so you need to create content so that when they're in the moment, when it, they decide it's time to research or to buy something, they find you online because that's where they're going first. Mm. That's right, kids. That's why there are no ads in this podcast because we don't want you to skip through. <laughs> there you go. Right. Um, what's the, what's the, you know, one of the things that we see a lot is, is uh, small business starting with content marketing and then failing sort of three months in right. because they just can't keep consistent. Any tips on, on staying consistent? Well, I mean, it does take commitment. There's no doubt about it. But maybe a, a couple of motivators are that, like you just said, most blogs, most content marketing efforts end at, I think it's like the two and a half month mark. You know, people give up. And Google knows that. And humans kind of know that. And Google will not reward you for producing this content unless you keep going because it knows most people stop. So what we have found statistically is that you've got to get to around the sixth or seventh month of producing content on a consistent basis. And once you do, Google tends to reward you and put all of that content in the index. And you're just going to see a huge leap in traffic. And also humans know that. If they go to your website and they stumble across this article, somehow they find whatever and they see that it was dated four years ago. <laughs> or eight years ago, and they start looking around and you haven't updated anything, they will leave your site because they think you're no longer relevant. So part of it is you just need to use that as motivation. The other thing is I highly recommend getting a content calendar in place, an editorial calendar that's you know 90 days out, always 90 days out, and, just, and, and the CEO of the company or the executive team needs to make sure that you're producing content every week 
according to this calendar and just keep going. And eventually you'll feel those rewards and, and you'll always keep going after that. That is great advice. Um, what's the, what's the, I didn't uh, brief you on this question, so it might be, uh, I'm throwing you in the deep end here. I'm ready. What, what is the, if you could wave a magic wand in the next seven days and fix one thing about your own content marketing strategy, what would it be? Well, wait a minute. That, that was a little tougher than I thought. Uh, um, I would say I would love, to, uh, for our own for our own agency even, I would love to incorporate more video. I just wish we would find a way. Uh, it, just, it does so well in the search results. People love watching video. It's being consumed, you know, in the, in the I don't know what it is, a billion visits or views a month. Uh, so I wish we could do more with video. If I could wave a wand, that would be it. Arnie Ken, thank you for your time. You bet. Thank you for having me. All the show notes and all the relevant links for this uh, part one of Content Marketing World Sydney will be at wpelevation.com slash cmworldsydney. That is wpelevation.com slash cmworldsydney. That's uh, all one word, all lowercase. And please leave me some comments and let me know your biggest takeaway. What was the most important or the most valuable thing you learned from the coverage of day one at Content Marketing World Sydney? Leave a comment underneath the episode of the podcast and tell me your biggest takeaway or the number one thing that you are excited about putting into place. And of course, you can subscribe to the WP Elevation podcast, which is fabulous. If you're in the online marketing space, particularly using WordPress, uh, then Uh, This podcast will definitely help you uh, get a better handle on how to run your business as a WordPress consultant. You can subscribe at iTunes and please leave us a rating and a review if you like what we're doing. And you can check out more about our programs at WPElevation.com. Look forward to part two of Content Marketing World Sydney, which you can see at WPElevation.com slash CMWorldSydney2 wpelevation.com, CM World Sydney, and then the number two, and that's all one word, all lowercase. I look forward to seeing you uh, in part two of this podcast. Until then, go elevate.